Yes, thank you all very much for joining us for another episode. Today we've got two really exciting guests here with us. We've got Rebecca Parker. Hi, Rebecca, how are you doing? Hello, I'm good, thank you. Good, nice good. Thanks you. for joining us. Yes, thanks. How are you? Um, we've also got uh, Jack Meller here with us today. Um, how are you, Jack? How are yeah, you? Yeah, good. Really good. I'm excited to be part of this. Good. Thank you very much both for joining us. Uh, to tell the audience who uh, Jack and Becca are, they both work for an organization called Tangerine, um, which the Juice Academy are a part of or an extension of. Um, so uh, these guys actually teach us some of the sessions uh, to us, the apprentices here at the Juice Academy. Um, but a funny little insight, which we'll be diving into into this episode is that they were actually apprentices themselves so they've uh, completed the program um, have kind of went on to do their careers and then decided to uh, tutor us um, and then decided to tutor uh, at the academy to teach the apprentices uh, some of the curriculum um, so as always we'll be starting with our apprentice highlight uh, Meg if you would like to take yes it so each episode we do an apprentice highlight to just showcase the amazing things that our apprentices are getting up to um, so Today's Apprentice Highlight goes to Jade Nixon. So she's recently got a new employer and she's doing incredibly well in her new role. So we're really proud of her. So well done, Jade. Shout out, Jade. <laughs> well done. Awesome. So uh, as always, without further ado, we'll jump straight into the questions. So first, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what led you to being here with us today? So I started um, at school really, I was speaking about this before actually, it's a bit weird, um, we were talking about like how we sort of got into the, the industry and I come fra- around when the BBC was just sort of getting built, mm-hmm. um, so at school it was, um, it was like party picking your GCSEs, you know, your, um, your SATs and stuff like that, yeah. sorry, GCSEs, what were they called, your... Um, no, what we, we had to pick like certain subjects to go through. Your options. Yeah, options. That was <laughs> okay, it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you had to pick your options, and it was like always have PE, history, and I was like, that's so boring. But then <laughs> it was creative media diploma because it was linked then with the BBC. It, it was okay. um, sort of schools were sort of getting these fundings to try and get the to boost sort of like the uh, the sort of sector in, in the area. So I thought I just went for it. Um, so I started doing the creative media diploma, went all the way through university, but just sort of struggled then after leaving university. So. It was that bit where everybody sort of was going for the same jobs in the same area. So everybody instantly went to the BBC yeah. and I was just like fighting with hundreds of other students and it just was going nowhere. So then um, it was sort of like speak of being an apprentice, sorry, being at university to then go into an apprentice because it was like you're taking a massive backward step and you're yeah. starting to like learning again. But it was at, it was at that time I just thought I'm going to just go for it. What we know, what, what else going to lose? And then yeah, so the rest was kind of history as you would say. Becca, what about you? Mine was a little bit different, so I did the same, came through GCSEs, mm. stayed at my school to do sixth form and did my A-levels, had like a career in mind, I was going to be a physio, and then got to the end of my A-levels and had just kind of fallen out with that idea, yeah. I was a little bit done with the same education that I'd had for years at that point, um, and didn't want to go to university because I didn't know what I wanted to do, um, mm. and it just felt like a waste of three years to come out at the end and still be in the same position where I was like, I don't know what I want to do, like, now what? Um, So instead of applying for universities and kind of doing what everyone else was doing with their personal statements, I looked on the apprenticeship website and just had a look at different things that were out there, the different qualifications that you needed for things, and found the Juice Academy. Um, Looking for a few different roles, really. So at the time, there were a few different companies that had advertised, 
um, applied for one of them, came to the boot camp day, and then, yeah, same, the rest is history. So what cohort were you in? Two. Two, right from <laughs> the beginning. Yeah. And then were you cohort in 17, Jack? 18. Oh, 18. Uh, oh. Uh, I was 28. And you're in... Yeah, I'm in court 37. Oh, what a It's quite interesting to hear how both of you, I suppose, um, uh, some time ago found the Juice Academy, because it would be maybe different to how we come across it now. Um, but maybe if we rewind back to kind of where it all started, like you said, um, how was your apprenticeship, Jack? Let's start with you. How was your kind of your general apprenticeship experience? Yeah, for, for me, so I, I say this in like one of my sessions, it was... I felt at the time I was a little bit old to be doing an apprenticeship and I wasn't, I was like 24, but all my friends around me were like getting ready to be managers, to be like in settling in jobs, I was earning really good money and I was just like, I applied for this apprenticeship, I had to stop all like my savings for the house, I had to stop kind of like the going out thing and it was like kind of one of them like last chance saloon for me, it was like I need to just get my head down and just go for it, so it was, my apprenticeship was like, I just got, I think I got a lot out of it them because I just wanted everything I just yeah. said yes to absolutely everything I was doing stuff that I was absolutely like petrified to do but I just felt like I needed to do it to be able to like sort of race it race not race at the top but like race to get the most out of it so yeah I think my apprenticeship journey was like I, I, I really rave about the juice because it did generally change my life like it changed me got me back on that career path where I had no idea where where it was in, in that sense yeah uh, and it just helped me find it and now I'm just like sort of going with it so yeah, I think my apprenticeship was was great. Yeah, I remember seeing loads of um, like things that you did with like going on, like talking. Was it with the North West? Uh, oh, yeah, I was yeah, no, like, I was... the North West. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was part, part of the uh, the North West Apprenticeship Ambassador so Network. <laughs> so it's basically just a network of apprentices all around the North West. Um, so I was just travelling around talking to them. Um, but there was a lot of like talking involved because I was trying to promote apprenticeships as a whole yeah. rather than just the Juice Academy. But so my my thing was promoting the Juice Academy, but as as it, obviously it, pr- promoting it to everybody as well. Um, but yeah, it was talking in front of a lot of people, and like yeah. one of them was talking in front of like the MPs and stuff like that. And obviously Sandy, I was at that time I was trying to impress Sandy to get that job, yeah. so she was there and she's like, "Go and do it," and I was like. Yeah, because <laughs> you felt like you needed to, but it was just like it was one of the most scariest things of my life. But honestly, it was brilliant. It was like I'm so glad I did it. Um, and it was always funny at the time. It was like I was on a Mac, and all I had to do was put my PowerPoint on the screen, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I forgot how to put this like as a wide screen, and I was like, don't know what I'm doing. And everyone started laughing, and I was like, oh god, you're like I royally messed this up here. But it was just, it got that laugh out of the way and it kind of like made me settle and then it was just, it was great and yeah, yeah it was it was such a good thing for me to do and it was out of my comfort zone which is also a great thing to do, it was just, I got out of it instantly and it was done, you know, yeah. it was, I could go then, I could just do whatever I wanted because I felt like I've done that now so that's it, that's yeah. what, what else could be harder than that. Yeah. So. That's all it takes really is the initial kind of like ripping the band-aid off yeah. with those areas like when you're, when you're outside of your comfort zone and then you're just like, oh, so it's not that not that bad. Oh, really interesting. How about for you, Becca? What would you say? How was your apprenticeship? Very similar, really. Um, a little bit different in the respect that because all of my friends were going to uni, a lot of them were very much like off partying, like out every night. They had no money. Whereas I was like, coming to work every day and doing my commute and getting a wage at the end of the month and I was kind of the one that they were like oh like she's really serious she's got the job and stuff and yeah. it's like I never lost the bit where it was like going out and doing things like that mm. I just had more money to do it than yeah. they did um, but in terms of the actual apprenticeship it was very much the same like 
the tutors that we had around us and having Sandy in our corner and like mm. pushing us to do them opportunities, mm. giving us them opportunities in the first place yeah. and coming to us and being like, we've got this, do you want to go and do it? Mm. Doing the careers fairs and speaking to other people, like it's so rewarding and it makes you stop and think about just how much you've actually learned yourself as well. Cause like you'll just talk about it naturally and you're like, I actually know what I'm talking about. Mm. And it just builds yeah. your confidence and a bit like Jack said, just putting yourself out there and doing it. Yeah. It's yeah. been so worthwhile because we've now got skills that people are coming into the industry and they maybe don't have them as much because they've not had them opportunities. They've just learned it through lectures and things mm. like that. So we're very much at the forefront of everything that's happening because we learn it on the job and we continue to keep up to date with it on the job rather yeah. than learning through a textbook. Yeah. I think with, with that as well, is that the industry changes that much. And I think for me, I've come from university and then done the apprenticeship. When I was at university, I was like learning off one camera. And that right. was the camera I had from the start to the end. But when I come into the industry, I got given like a, the, the camera and I was like, I have no idea how to use that. Like, what is what is that? Like the camera I used was like an XL massive over, over the shoulder and yeah. they come in and I got one of these little DSLRs like, that's just a camera, like I can take a picture. <laughs> but that's just the way, that's the way I looked at it. It's like the industry changes that much. It's like yeah. at university, with, within the industry we're in, you're kind of running out of time with what you've got because they could just give you that thing. You've got a semester to work on it, yeah. but then by the end, by the end of that semester, everything's changed. Yeah. So like Adobe's changing like weekly, monthly. So I don't. I, that's what it was like. Apprenticeship for this industry, like specifically, it's just like is the way forward for it. It's like because you yeah. you're learning constantly with what's changing. Like yeah. for us as tutors, we've got to change our sessions yeah. because right. they change. So we, we can't go do like one session one month and then do it the same next month yeah. because Adobe's had a massive update. So it's yeah, like so fast paced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's exactly right with what you're saying. It's it is it's you you're at the forefront of it and that's what we are yeah. as as an apprentice. You're at the forefront rather than being a student. Yeah. You're just sort of like lagging behind a little bit. Yeah. And especially when I came into the apprenticeship as well, like literally ten years ago, there weren't very many digital natives within marketing because it was so new. Mm. Whereas like me and you have grown up with it, like. Mm. We got Facebook at 13 years old and have had every bit of social media since, so we know exactly what we're doing. Yeah. We knew what we were doing before we started Juice, and then Juice gave us the additional skills and knowledge yeah. that we needed to turn yeah. it into a career, and not just something that we mindlessly scroll yeah. every day. Um, so yeah, being able to support other people in building their knowledge as well, mm. in terms of speaking to our employers and stuff, is... You wouldn't get that anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. So fast forwarding to now, what does your roles entail now? Yeah. So again, like it's fast, it's changed that much. So um, I still do a lot of filming, um, but COVID changed my job role quite a lot. Um, so I was basically um, a studio assistant. So I was just doing any any video in and any little basic editing. Um, but then COVID happened, and they're like, "There's a computer. Go home and then do." learn like basically you've got to do everything so I was like oh crap like, I don't I have no idea what After Effects is I don't really use Illustrator but it's like you've got to go and do it um because like mine was basically video edit premiere um little basic editing any audio and then it's done yeah um so yeah so now my job roles uh, motion designer and um, so it's uh, quite a lot of people's jobs changed so it was like graphic design was like one side of it video was one and then they just sort of merged everything I was like it's motion like yeah. you, you, that's graphic design uh, animation, anything like that. So, um, yeah. So, sort of COVID kind of helped, and it, you know, it, it was it, it, it. I found the positives of COVID basically. I, you know, I went home and I had a lot of time to learn, and it was YouTube was like my best friend. And I say this in my sessions, it's like everything is on YouTube. So, you know, I didn't have the money to spend this a lot of money on like courses 
you know, elsewhere. So I just was like just trying to find different things and just I basically did self-teach myself how to use like After Effects in Illustrator and now at the minute I'm doing the same thing for 3D. I'm still doing it. Like yeah. I, even though I can pay for stuff, I'm like, why well, pay for it? It's on YouTube, I can yeah. do it. So I'm learning 3D on YouTube. So it is, it's just like sort of adapting. But yeah, that's my that's my role now. It's just like a bit of everything really. It's just, just again, still saying yes to stuff that yeah. I probably can't do, but I'm just like, yeah, I can do it. Crap. <laughs> I'll find a way, yeah, yeah. What about you, Becca? Um, so I'm an account director now. Mm-hmm. Um, I work on the client services team uh, on B2B in Tangerine. So very much a part of building that team, leading that team, supporting the guys around me, working with clients to sort of build their strategies, implement them strategies, um, keep them testing, keep them learning, and keep bringing them along on the journey with us in yeah. terms of evolution and trying new things. Um, so yeah, long road since Apprentice to now. <laughs> oh, that's so much fun. As somebody who's new to this world and kind of is learning all about it, strategizing I find so much fun to like get involved in like building those foundations. And yeah, then... 100%. And working with creative teams like Jack's team in the studio and our creatives and the Intel team, just bouncing different ideas off each other is so mm. like worthwhile. Yeah, We're very lucky with that, aren't we, in yeah. a sense? Like, because we've got, if you've got a question, and you have no idea, like, I had one the other day where it was, like, basically the size of an image, but uh, we didn't know it, so we had to go to Intel who do all of that side. Mm. And it's like, when you go to that team, it's like, oh, they give you something, and you're like, oh, they'll go speak to this team, and you're like, yeah. by the time you've got, like, your own little team, like, you're all, like, trying to figure out this yeah. one solution, but you've got that many people around you, it's just, it is, it's, we all kind of, like, work together yeah. really closely, um, and back, being back in the office helps as well. Mm. So much, yeah. Oh, nice one. So now you've told us kind of about your apprenticeship experience, a bit about what you uh, do in your roles today. Um, so I suppose what's led you to becoming a tutor at the Juice Academy? Um, so yeah, how about we start with you, Jack, for this one? Um, well, I was kind of lucky enough that somebody left. <laughs> so I was kind of, somebody left and they needed this, uh, obviously this session taken over and I was like, should I do it? Should I not? Should I do it? And then George just sort of was like, come on, just, you can do it. You, uh, no, so it's still pushing me to be able to say you can do it. So yeah. I just, again, chucked myself in, did it. I hated the first session I did because I was like, that was, you know, when you, you, know, you walk out of something, you know, like, they hated that, they hated it. And then I got like really good reviews. I was like, oh, that did yeah, yeah, you know, it was one of them. Yeah, it was um, kind of, yeah, just filling in for somebody who left and, I'm kind of glad that I picked it up, really. It was good. I'm still adapting it, but it's, yeah. it's good. <laughs> yeah. We, so I became a tutor quite a few years ago with um, another apprentice called Nathan, mm-hmm. who's still at Tangerine. Um, he was cohort three, I think. Yeah. Um, and Sandy asked both of us at the same time if we wanted to be tutors and kind of join that side of the programme because we'd completed our apprenticeship and we'd both been kept on at Tangerine. Mm-hmm. But our tangerine team was evolving and growing in terms of our specialisms and what we could offer as an agency but the juice scheme was changing at the same time as well and we were offering more in terms of the syllabus and the knowledge that we could pass on to the apprentices that were coming through the program Mm. so yeah the the team of tutors sort of expanded and sandy asked us to be part of it and both of us jumped at the chance but with a little bit of nervousness Mm. a bit like you it's Mm. a bit like oh can I do yeah. it like this is really out of my comfort zone but you've just got to do it and like I say the more that you speak about it the more that you realize like I actually do know this yeah. like yeah I've been taught by the best people and now I'm going to take that through and mm. support the apprentices that are coming through yeah. it's what, so worthwhile what is it that you both teach um so I taught um my, my first one's a bit weird it's sort of like the um what do they call that 
It's just something I juice jelly, oh, basically. Yeah, the inspiration one. session, yeah. I call it, which is dead cringe because I'm not really that <laughs> inspirational. But um, it's more just sort of because I got quite a lot out of my apprenticeship, so it's sort of like telling people that in a sense. Yeah. Um, and then now I do imaging software as well, so I'm like the first um, sort of like bit where the tutors get get their hands dirty and I guess on like the imaging imaging software yeah. that is out there. Yeah, I'm at the start of the programme as well. So I've done a few over the years, but at the minute I'm doing um, the importance of brand and how to budget. Amazing. In life, because I could do that. Yeah, well, I could do it in life. Alrighty, so to switch it up a little bit, we wanted to um, kind of get into maybe some of your favourite moments here at Digital Academy. So what have been some highlights for yourselves? Beck, I'll throw this one. What have been some nice moments to look back on? Oh, there's so many moments. Mm. I think the very first moment was getting the, the apprenticeship because Sandy was one of the people that was like interviewing on the day of my boot camp. So I was like, oh my God, this person's like really important. Yeah. So I was like one of the last people to be told whether they got a job or not. Um, and I just remember ringing everyone on my way home and being like, oh my God, oh. I got the job. And like being <laughs> chuffed with myself. Then a year later being kept on with Tangerine, like passing my apprenticeship, being kept on, like being given the opportunity to carry on working and carry on progressing. Um, I mean, that was nine years ago. So there's a lot that's happened. Yeah. But I think joining the board that launched the network, mm. the, the Northwest Apprenticeship Ambassadors Network. Yeah, like just being part of that, like speaking to other apprentices from companies like AstraZeneca, the co-op, like wow. United Utilities, like being part of a big, big team, getting on stage in the UK fast offices, like they've got this big <laughs> auditorium and speaking in front of literally hundreds of apprentices about me and about what I do yeah. and like my tips. Like I just remember being stood on that stage and thinking, this is insane. <laughs> like a few years ago, I would never have done this, but the Juice Academy has given me the confidence and the skills to be able to stand up here and speak yeah. about stuff that I know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I will always be proud of that and being part of that that network. Amazing. What about you, Jack? Yeah, I, I, really similar to be honest, because yeah. I, I sort of carried on the network when when Becca sort of left, so I had to, I ran all the social media for it. Um, so with that it was like events and stuff like that so it was from organising my first event with every, all the network of all, all apprentices and ambassadors themselves so the ambassadors were kind of like the company like the people who take on the apprentices from the companies um, so it was organising that event which was really good um, but then yeah getting up in um, front of the MPs it was like 300 and odd people um, for the North Northern Powerhouse, yeah, yeah, Northern Powerhouse, it was like 300, 350 people or something like that, so it was on, on the day, I didn't even know I was going to be doing that, it, I just turned up thinking I was part of this like group, networking group, and then the next minute I was like in front of everybody, I was like, what, what is just, how <laughs> is this, happening? yeah, this has escalated really quickly, yeah, um, but you know, when you, you, you take sort of like, when you come, when you sit down and sort of like take it all and it's like, I've just done that, and you take so much pride yeah. on yourself, and it's confidence, like, because I never really had that much confidence in being able to do that, but now just being it, I don't really, I still obviously get butterflies when you got to like teach and stuff like that, but you just got to like think back on that, you're like, I did that, so yeah, what yeah. else can go wrong, you know, yeah. I've done it now. So yeah, that's that's probably the most proudest thing. Oh, nice, I really like that. I feel like from both of yourselves, what I've kind of picked up on is like, that after doing the apprenticeship, like you are now doing things that you could never even have imagined, like, you know, like, and I think that's so amazing that like, um, uh, 
that you know by doing the apprenticeship by saying yes to these opportunities you're able to kind of grow and and, and progress and things like that mm. how do you overcome challenging situations at work so whether this is like personally for you or any advice to current apprentices what would you say just communicate yeah. Yeah, yeah communication yeah, is pretty key and you sort of like get that don't you you yeah. you've got to literally it's it can be daunting to say something but it's definitely communicate um i think we've always like we've tangerines employ your own so everybody's sort of like in it together so yeah. you know if there's something that you're not don't feel comfortable doing there's always somebody who does so and it ha instead of being like they'll do it for you they'll guide you through it yeah if that makes yeah. sense so don't feel scared to say anything because yeah. you, you, you'd be all right yeah always ask the question mm. because mm. nothing will go wrong from you saying I don't quite know what I'm doing mm. here. Please, could you help me? Yeah, yeah. some people that's just yeah. Some people get scared asking questions, but I suppose yeah. that's you just never know if you don't mm. you don't ask and, and you never get that help. It doesn't matter who you ask either. Like a lot of people are scared of asking like the boss. Yeah. You know, so but yeah. the the boss is there for the you know like the, the highest person in the company. If you ask them a question, they would happily yeah. tell you. Yeah. So don't be scared to for, to do that. Like you know, ask anybody. Yeah, and I think one of the best pieces of advice that we get as apprentices and i think it actually comes from sandy is to always be a sponge mm. yeah. like you will learn so much from so many different people no matter what level they're at or where they're at in their career mm. so just speak to them like have a normal conversation with them because you'll learn so much without even necessarily realizing that you're learning a lot mm. yeah but yeah communication is massive in yeah. terms of just helping each other through it yeah yeah definitely cool nice one uh, uh, picking back up where we were in a favourite moment of the academy. So, what would your advice? Well, we've kind of done a bit of advice, but what would your general advice be to someone starting a new workplace? It's kind of similar. So, I think one of the one of the good things about Tangerine is that there's lots of different departments mm -hmm. and skill sets and specialisms, and just be involved in all of them. Like. Mm -hmm. Just spend a day with someone that you maybe wouldn't spend a day with and learn a bit more about them and what they do and just kind of pick up on how they work because it might help you in your career or in something that you're looking to do. And then just say yes Yeah. to as much as possible, yeah. even if it feels really uncomfortable. Because mm -hmm. we felt uncomfortable mm. saying yes to some of the things that we suggest to. Yeah. yeah. And they're the proudest moments that yeah. we've had. Yeah, I'd say I was just a yes person. I just said yeah. yes to absolutely everything, whether I could do it or couldn't. Yeah. It was just yeah. like, I will yeah. learn on the go. Yeah, it's like, yeah. say yes now, think about the consequences later. So, yeah. But it, it's just one of them, like, be interested. Like, be yeah. interested in everything. Like, nobody's, nobody nobody will be ever like, if you come and sat next to me and you was like, oh, what are you doing? I wouldn't be like, oh, go away. Yeah. Like, I would, you know, that's what yeah, the industry, yeah, yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah. And you, you're not, like, even though you're not a tutor, we've got people who's in that studio who, teach me stuff yeah. so if I don't if I'm teaching something and somebody asks me a question I'll be like to an apprentice oh, I actually don't know but give me your email and I'll go and find out and I'll you know that's you're always learning everybody's learning so it's not like it's a bad thing if you you want to come on you know come and ask me a question I, I might not know the answer but I will find out because it'll bug me if I don't so, yeah, yeah. but yeah just that's mine is say yes and be interested is like the main yeah. love that yeah. strong statement mm. <laughs> and keep wanting to learn as well because mm. like we said the industry is so fast-paced it can be easy to be left behind. Yeah. So just keep... Never yeah. stop learning. No. no. <laughs> you know, one thing we mentioned in past episodes is like keeping an open mind mm. um, because that's how you'll maybe come across things that you never knew that you would like or really want to do, you know, and, and, and by keeping an open yeah. mind, give it a go. And mm. There's that many paths to take as well in this industry because like, obviously we started in the exact same apprenticeship but we're in totally different sides of the business but 
there's not nothing to say that yeah. you might be like, oh, you know what, I actually really do like design. And one day, in about two years' time, three years' time, whatever, you might be in the studio <laughs> and I'll be B to B. But that's <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll swap, <laughs> we'll job swap. But no, that's we we've seen people who've come in as. Um, community managers and ended up in like the design studio yeah. so there's that many different ways you can go yeah. there's it's endless so yeah. you can go to every department and still not be bored yeah, you know it is yeah yeah but that's what's also so exciting is that because of how much digital is changing there's constantly new things coming up mm. So it keeps us on our toes, I think. Yeah. 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 There's new roles being made as well. Though. Like we've just got yeah. a guy called TikTok Rob because it's like TikTok Rob. That's what his, his nickname is because he's coming as like a TikTok guru <laughs> because it, and it is he's obviously part of the creative department, yeah. so he does all the creative. But he's like a very specific on TikTok. Cause he's great at it. So it's like that's in the way to keep into the times. It's like new jobs are like we need this job. Like let's just make it. And we'll, yeah. You know. So you never know what's going to be. Uh, yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what new yeah. jobs will be. Nice. Oh, amazing. That brings us to the yes. end of the questions. Oh, wow. It's oh. blown by. <laughs> amazing. So thank you so much for joining us. It's been amazing having a chat with you and hearing all these stories. Um, and for everyone listening, if you'd like to um, be an apprentice, um, then head over to juiceacademy.co.uk and click the Apprentices tab to find some more information. And on the flip side, if you're an employer wanting to hire your own apprentice, which you should, totally should, um, then again, head over to the website onto the employers tab and you can get in touch with us there Ding. amazing <laughs> <laughs> no, that's brilliant uh, thank you both very much one last time oh, any uh, last words from yourself you want to share Becca you're just goodbye to us <laughs> thanks for having us yeah, yeah, thank you for and a massive thank you to Juice yes become an apprentice yeah. 10 years of Juice yeah. yes that was our last episode that we've just yeah. uh, filmed was 10 years of Juice do you feel old saying that Rude. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> no. well, thank, thank you everyone for listening no. as well. No, thank you, Becca, very much. And, uh, <laughs> Jack, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, any last words from yourself? No, just if Sorry? you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, become an apprentice, definitely. Yeah. I'd, yeah, mm-hmm. do it. Do it. Don't be scared. Amazing. Do it. Become do an it. apprentice. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Thank awesome. you everyone for listening and see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> With all the bits, juice with all the bits, it's a podcast.